everybody. Welcome back to the Last Trauma Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Last Trauma Podcast is a podcast for the mothers in the trenches of motherhood and parenthood. Um, today, we are going to be talking about crying kids, why they do it, what to do when they do do it, um, and how we kind of navigate those hard moments. You're listening to the Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friend. Yeah. Um, so we are definitely not parenting experts. Uh, don't know if we're doing anything really right in life. Nope. Um, but we're here each week to kind of remind you all that you all are not alone in these moments that might feel very, very lonely. Um, that we experience them too. Um, and we're right there with you. So, um, I don't know where this topic came from. I feel like it's just kind of one of those things that we always kind of laugh about. We're not laughing at our kids having big emotions, but we're just laughing at the idea that somehow in those moments of these like full on breakdowns that kids that are like, you know, one up until 11, mm-hmm. I mean, still have in these moments and like how to kind of, you know, meet them where they are without really looking at them and saying, wow, you're really crying about this. Yeah. And some of them are just, they, they don't really make sense. You know why my kid is crying. Um, and I think it's obviously it's a lot of underlying issues. They're overwhelmed or, yeah, you know, absolutely. it's just too They're much. They're just having really, really But it comes out feelings. that they're crying because like their knee bends or something. Um, yeah. and so again, yeah, not laughing at them, but, um, just these little fascinating creatures that just um, have so many big emotions and yeah. that sometimes they get so overwhelmed just like us. Like yeah. there's nothing that makes me cry faster as an adult, as a 41 year old adult than being frustrated. Um, I'm less likely to cry when I'm sad or, um, mad I just cry literally when I can't see my way through when all of a sudden mm. all of the big emotions hit and I get really really frustrated yeah. um, is when I cry the most so maybe I'm just a little like toddler in disguise or something <laughs> I don't know um, do you have any I like personal it. stories of anything recently Gosh, recently no but I was trying to like dig through and uh-huh. think of some of these reasons and I know I've had those moments but I was truly kind of coming up blank but I've had those just really crazy ones that, yeah. are, that make you think like what's what is happening right now like I don't know why you're upset and most of the time they're just incredibly overwhelmed and tired and yeah. just everything is bothering them you know their bone is annoying them and like you know yeah. things like that um so yeah recently no but I know I have I mean we do I mean Literally, I mean, I say this all the time. I mean, by the time I'm awake for, you know, 20 minutes, like this morning, Mm -hmm. for example, Catherine's done this whole big thing. Catherine's three and a half and she's into making my coffee in the morning. So she does the whole thing. She finds the pod, she puts it in the Keurig, she makes it come like grabs the mug and then she adds the creamer. I mean, she can do it all. So this is passed down from Caroline. Yes. And then she brings it to me in bed every morning, um, which is like incredibly amazing um and wonderful but now benjamin wants to get involved in it and so today benjamin wanted to pour the creamer and it was probably the largest argument 
that those two have ever had. We call them the BK twins, the Burger King twins. Um, and um, there was screaming, there was yelling, there was over who's it, pouring this over who was pouring the creamer. Cream. I mean, to the point where it sounded like somebody was getting mauled by a bear. I don't believe that they were mauling oh. each other. It was just, I mean, Catherine's entire world was falling apart because Benjamin wanted to pour the creamer. And it became this whole big thing. And unfortunately, I had to get out of bed to go um, help them and solve said situation, (laughs) which was not great. Um, I believe I solved it by not a great parenting moment. I hadn't had coffee yet. Not that I'm going to blame that on anything, but it was a, I'm not drinking the coffee. That's what I said to them. And then I went back to bed and then suddenly (laughs) they both ended up going and painting together and playing. And that is what will always amaze me in parenthood, especially with siblings Mm -hmm. is like, we can go to the point that it is like WWE. We are screaming. We are yelling. We are throwing things. We Uh are, we want to kick. We want to hit. We want to do all of these things to each other. And then literally like two seconds later, Mm -hmm they're best friends and they're they're coloring together yeah. again they have this amazing ability to let things go sometimes uh-huh. but then also this amazing ability to never forget mm-hmm. like a single thing ever yeah ever. when so-and-so did this to me monday like three weeks ago you know yeah. something like that where i can't even remember what i did last week yeah <laughs> um yeah they're pretty pretty what uh what is on our list okay. i know we had a lot of people from the we have some incredible comments so i'm gonna read them um but the first one this has actually taken us to some teenagers and we'll go back okay. to kids um this is from birdie nickel um and she said wait how about teenagers we have no food in this house to eat yes except in reality there are cupboards a pantry an upright freezer a fridge with a freezer uh-huh. full of food plus the pantry items i just bought mm-hmm. that you haven't gotten put into the correct spots yet I know I asked her what she wanted from the store to eat. I don't know. Then stop crying <laughs> that there is no food when I bought you things you like. And oh this is so this summer. Um, it is so. We were just talking about it. I just oh Instacarted goodness. a Costco order. And I then reached out to the nanny and said, hey, Brie, love you. Like you have a lot of food coming to the house. Like, can we mm-hmm. please try and space it out? But I can absolutely promise you I'm going to get home tonight mm-hmm. after work and we're all going to gather around the dinner table and there's going to be at least one child, one of the older kids that will say to me, well, you didn't order this. Well, mm-hmm. you didn't order that. I'm like, well, it wasn't on the list. And it's just like this whole run yeah. around where I think sometimes they get so hungry that mm-hmm. they just get, there's no food in this house. I can't find any food. I can't do whatever. Yeah. Um, like they're mentally drained to even make that decision or like, what am I going to eat? Yeah. And it's so different. Like, cause you have them one morning and this is what drives me crazy. There's one morning. Well, like this morning, Nathan looked at me and he's 11 and he said, I don't want cereal for breakfast. I want something else. And I said, okay, well there's sausage, egg and cheese croissants in the freezer. And he said, well, I don't like those. Now it was going to go one of two ways. He was either going to cry. He was, cause he was uh-huh. up last night at a swim meet super yeah. late. He was either going to cry or he was going to pivot and find something else. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at him and it's so crazy. Cause in those moments of motherhood, you have no idea which direction it's going to go. And yeah. I have five other kids, so I have yeah. no clue. And uh, he looked at me and he's like, eh, I'll just make myself a frozen pizza. And I was like, okay, I didn't care what he ate. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, that's kind of the, the point I am at parenthood. So he made himself a frozen pizza, smiled all the way through it, was completely fine. Yeah. But I can tell you that that's where I go crazy because tomorrow morning, the same exact situation can happen mm-hmm. and he will be like literally crying and screaming and stomping his feet that there's no food in the house. Yeah. 
it drove me nuts, like packing for school lunches. And I think we'd just catch them on days that they're tired. But they're sitting on the little stool in the pantry, mm-hmm. which really only one person can fit in the pantry. Mm-hmm. And packing a lunch, I could pack a school lunch in 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, that's it. That includes the sandwich, probably. Um, and they're like, there's nothing. There's nothing for me to take to eat. And I'm just like, it, you kind of like, I don't want to laugh out loud, but you kind of chuckle inside. And I'm like, I just ordered like... Mm-hmm. All these, there are fruit cups, there are applesauces, there are go-go squeezes, there are granola bars, there are fruit snacks, there are all the things, there's the a things. brand new box of chips and they're just, all the things and they're that made literally you happy just yesterday. sitting there like, there's nothing. And I'm like, okay, the, this is like, you're exhausted. Like, I think yeah. this is what this is, mm-hmm. but there is plenty of food. I can even show you the receipt. <laughs> Absolutely. Just to, to show <laughs> all of this food is in the house. what we just spent on all this food or the, the, the amount of times the fridge is just opened uh-huh. and stared at. I'm like, y'all are just lazy. Like, there's so much food mm-hmm. in this house. Well, I don't like that. And I'm, I'm like, well, then, yeah, don't know what to tell you. It's <laughs> fascinating. It's just, it's the flip flop of yesterday. There was plenty of food in the house. Same exact food is still there, mm-hmm. but it's the next day and there's nothing. And we have a problem today. Fascinating. Yeah. All right. What's our yeah. next one? Okay. This is from Kim, and she says her son gets upset if he doesn't get to feed the dog, but he doesn't <laughs> want to do it every day, so it's really hard to know when he, he wants, wants to. Do it. to. Yes. And of course, Kim is not a mind reader. Yes. that That's the coffee conversation. <laughs> I don't know when they want to make my coffee, when they don't want to make my coffee. Gosh forbid I literally beeline to the coffee maker and want to make my own coffee. And somebody else had wanted to make it. And they for decided me. both to show up on the same Absolutely. day and they both, they wanted, both wanted to, to do make it. it. Absolutely. Mm. But it's like you can't like sometimes yeah. you just have to do things as a mom. Sometimes you just have yeah. to make said decision to refill the dog's water yeah. or to go get like for us. It's like some days nobody wants to go get the eggs. Nobody wants yeah. to grow up and see the chickens. And then there are some days where if I go do it without them or I only mm-hmm. take Matthew or somebody with me, it's like you would have thought I had burned the entire place down because they are so devastated that they didn't get good to check for eggs. It reminds me of dinners. We do like taco Tuesday or whenever we have tacos because half the time it's not on Tuesday. And they're like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want, and I'm like, dude, you, you, you just had this last week and uh-huh. you loved it. And you loved like, it. Like you can't, uh, you dinners. can't do this to me. Like mm-hmm. we're not crying over tacos, but yet you just had them and they're delicious. And I actually have a video of you on my phone yeah. like to uh-huh. prove it because now I've resorted to that. Like, don't tell me you don't like lasagna or don't yes, because I have absolutely. a video of you eating yeah. telling me it's delicious. Yeah, Don't cry on the floor that you don't like <laughs> these brand of chicken nuggets when you're the one that told me to order more. Yeah. Uh-huh. You asked for them. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Label this like the most frustrating episode ever. Yeah. Sorry. We get ourselves a little worked up too. Okay. This is from Brittany Davis. And these are the ones that just, that they do kind of make you laugh. Um, Her son threw a complete fit because he had an elbow. I get that. The elbow was just not. He was not vibing with the elbow that day. Like, did he, didn't he not know what day. it was named or like he just didn't I don't know. know. He had one my my or... guess is this sweet boy was just completely overwhelmed with life and his elbow was just severely bothering him. Maybe he kept hitting it on the counter and he wanted it gone. I don't know. I can gone. completely imagine this situation because. 100%. Yeah, I've had a kid who does not. Oh, that was one thing. They did, did not like their little toe. Like it kept. And I think um, 
he kept kicking it on the couch or whatever Uh but he wanted it gone and it was just he wanted his little toe it was just it was the worst thing of the day and it needed to be off his body and the toenail and all the things um and they're just so sweet and you want to hug them they're so such angry little creatures in that moment (laughs) he's like what do you do with them so kk i don't know i think you know this kk has had a wart on her hand and she had one on her foot for it was there for a really really long time um because it became a part of her and she named it um its name was eliza um and it was her wart friend it was her wart not wart that's my last name wart friend um and she loved it and so i mean i talked to the pediatrician about Mm -hmm. it and he was like you know it is what it is you can get compound w like it's not hurting anything and Mm -hmm. it kind of became this part of her and i didn't really want i wanted to walk this like really gentle line of it's not hurting you if it is part of you. You have named it at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to get the thing off. But then every once in a while, it would tickle her in the evenings, and she would freak oh. out, and she would say, I want it gone, I want it gone, I want it gone, and she would cry her eyes out. Like, it hurt or would tickle, like, I think, I don't if know it if touched it something else. Or I haven't had a wart before, so I don't really yeah. know. I think that they have little, little like, tentacles that go into your... in into your hand maybe i think i don't i don't know i mean well they have to get blood supply from somewhere i don't know you guys i literally not a wart expert but every once in a while it would tickle her and she would freak out and she'd want it gone and so eventually she came around to the idea of um but it was her decision to get it gone but it was same thing it was back and forth and back and forth i want eliza gone i want to keep eliza she's my friend like this whole big so is eliza gone now Uh, eliza is gone and she's very happy what did you do just like clear com- compound W, um, okay. like just kept until it. Yeah, yeah. We Did tried it hurt? to get one of those burn off things from um, yeah. Amazon. That's really cool. They make it for kids, and yeah. you just stick it on there. Um, the things have come so far yeah. since we were kids, um, but it didn't work. So we just painted the um, clear paint on it every day until eventually it went away. And that didn't bother her. It didn't bother her at all. And oh, I cool. think she's happy. She still shows everybody right. that well, that Eliza's I'm gonna have gone to get now. you. Th- I'll have to get you to send me that link. Yeah. I mean, it's just the normal standard stuff from Walmart. Oh, okay. Um, it's really not exciting. Because right. we have, where was hers? Hers was like on the palm of her hand. On the palm of her hand. So Amelia has one right here. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does Amelia, is Amelia bonded with hers? No, and it doesn't have a name. So okay. I don't think she minds. We've tried a couple of times, but like the band-aids fall off. Yeah. And um, I think this other thing that I have does sting a little bit. So she doesn't yeah. like it. But. but the ups and the downs so, are, yeah. are yeah. fantastic. They're crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, this is from Nicole Ramsey. Um, this is really cute. When my daughter was six, we took her to the movies for a special date and she didn't want the day to end. So she asked if we could go to Paris next. We told her it takes a lot of planning and a long plane ride. And the way she cried because we couldn't just go to France at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh, okay. So doesn't that, it just makes me smile. (laughs) So I was just talking about this the other day. I have a really hard time when things end and I'm getting better at it. And it's one of the things that I'm trying to work on. But I was a kid that would cry at the end of every Christmas. Like no matter if I had nothing to do with what I got or didn't get, it was just the idea that I had all of this anticipation and then it was over. Yeah. Um, so I totally feel that. Like sometimes you just don't want things to end. Yeah. And you just cry. That's so, so You want to go to Paris. What would you do? I wonder what Sweet Nicole did. I don't know. I, I think know. I would. I don't know. I'm a sucker for stuff like that because that hits me. Like I wouldn't take the kid to Paris. Well, but... they really, they really just, they want to spend time with you. They want to just keep doing Whatever it Paris. was that was just so incredible that day, and I know that I they know. just went to the movies. Maybe I would go Is home it the time? and like 
extend the day and eat pizza and watch Madeline or something yeah. like the movie or like I don't know get some French cheeses or something I would probably like <laughs> depending on how make your like, own little Paris how stressed out I was I would probably try yeah. to do something magical because at the end of the day like there is nothing better than our kids wanting to spend time with yeah. us and those of you that are like in the trenches with the super super little ones where you're like touched out and your sensory overload and stuff mm-hmm. is will make sense as they get older <laughs> like my older three so 11 9 and 6 like I want to spend all the mm-hmm. time with them like it literally makes me feel like I've pretty much never felt before in my life. Like I just yeah. want to be around them and it's hard because we have the younger three that are a little bit harder to take to do big kid stuff. But yeah, I don't know if I was just chilling with a six year old and didn't have any other things to, to navigate. And I felt like it, I had it in me. I'd probably pour myself an afternoon cup of coffee and try and make yeah. Paris happen. Not the real Paris. There's but. such like little dreamers. Mm-hmm. So how simple it is for them to think like, let's just go and yeah. like sometimes I wish and as an adult like I channeled a little more of it yeah like, let's just go to the beach for the day yeah let's just I go just, um I so wish I played more with my kids like I see like their faces light up when yeah. I get my butt up and like put my phone away and stop working and play with them like that's one of those things that I wish I did more mm-hmm. I found the energy to do more for they ask sure. me all the time like because they'll like play dolls or like mm-hmm. their Barbies and like yeah. the stories they make up or whatever yeah. but for me it's such a mental energy to do that yeah. but whenever I hop in like they just it's like, like their best they just, memories like, love it and yeah. you know just I know we need to do more of it Okay, this is from Kala. She said recently her toddler was crying because because there were no more pages to read and the book was finished. So similar Ugh, to sad, like guys, uh, you are raising little me's <laughs> over here. I have finally <laughs> been able to. I don't even want to tell you how much money it's cost me in therapy, and we've never even talked about it. I don't know why this has helped, but I can go back now. I went back and watched the last two episodes of every, of every show that I never could finish. So I can tell you how that grows up. When there's no more pages left in the book, you grow up to be like a 40 year old who cannot finish a Netflix series. Is it like that with books too for you or mainly like um, shows? I struggle like the last couple chapters of a book. I'll slow down. Like I'll, um, you don't want it to I'll, end? Yeah, I'll try and pace it. Like I'll try and like maybe mm-hmm. only read a chapter knowing that I'm getting really close to the end because I don't want it to be over. I don't want to be yeah. out of those characters lives. I don't want uh-huh. to be out of that like dreamland. Yeah. Um. But I did really like I I did go back within the last year and watch the last episode of a bunch of shows like Kyle XY was one that I never could watch the end of it. I think that was the name of it. It's some ABC family show. I don't know. Like I literally could go back. I watched the end of the Gilmore Girls and then I rewatched it again. Like there's a bunch of shows that I just didn't want to finish because mm-hmm. I don't like it when things end. I also can say goodbye to people yeah. now, which I couldn't do before. Yeah. Which is really cool. My kids definitely. I mean, they don't. That's that's time with your mom or your dad or grandma or whoever's reading you a story. Mm-hmm. And then it ends and now you have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I probably making it more than it actually <laughs> is for a little kid. But I don't like it a when lot things of tears. end. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. people like it. when Some people love it when things are over and they can go back to like their own world. Yeah. But not me. Not you. Not you. All right. This is from Sharon. Sharon says, let's see. My sister isn't letting me color with the right colors. We have don't have any juice boxes. Oh. I'm cold, but I don't want any of the 50 blankets available. <laughs> and the cinnamon roll is shaped weirdly. Mm. <laughs> the cold one drives me insane because the amount of sweatshirts we have hanging yeah. up uh-huh. 
in the house. They're like, I'm cold. And I'm literally looking at them and I'm like, you've got underwear on. Uh-huh. Go put some like, clothes on. Go put no, a sweatshirt. They don't, they don't get a blanket. No, they don't want to put that on. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. No. And it's it's crazy to me like how quickly it can go down. Like yeah. how quickly it can go from I'm cold to all of a sudden like mm-hmm. I'm inconsolable. Like you yeah. can't do anything else. And sometimes you really can help them. And then sometimes mm-hmm. like they really have to figure out those feelings on their own and a lot of the times when I have done that Mm -hmm. because I'm like well maybe it's right maybe it's not but I don't I don't have the patience to deal with it Mm -hmm. um and I'm like you got to figure this out I mean within like five ten minutes they're like I don't even know what they're doing now they're hot it's probably that's probably what's happening it's totally changed just to give some solutions that work for our families definitely not based on science or education or anything but um I'm slowly starting to learn kind of what each age needs as they go up. Um, But one thing that has worked for all of them, if the kids are into it and if they'll allow you to do it sometimes, is literally just a tight squeeze. Like, I know you do that with Gabe, but like literally just holding them because there are sometimes you you can't fix it. You Mm -hmm. can't fix the fact that your kid has an elbow or that the book is over. But if you can just try to go to your happy place in that moment and just hold them. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even need words. Sometimes they just need to feel safe and held mm-hmm. and loved. And like last night I came home and Alex is in this really, really hard spot. He's nine. And he it's hard because he's under Nathan and he's over Caroline. And Caroline's the oldest girl. Nathan's the oldest boy. He's kind of in this tough spot. He's trying to find his way. He's very different than them. Um but he's very big into the fact that he has his own opinions and he wants to make his own choices and mm-hmm. nobody can tell him what to do and nobody can can mm. tell and speak for him. And it's just, and he's very articulate in the way he speaks and he makes complete sense sometimes if an adult was saying it, but he doesn't quite understand that he's only nine. And so like, he can't really speak to people that way, but it's still very respectful, but it doesn't mm-hmm. come across as respectful because he's nine. Yeah. Um, so it's this whole big thing we're trying to navigate right now. But I came home last night and my mom warned me when I walked in the door she's like Alex is not in a great place and we had to get out the door to the swim meet and I don't know exactly what it was about it was he couldn't find his suit and all of the stuff but um Brie walked in the nanny walked in and she said hey Alex doesn't want to go swim and Alex burst out crying hysterical crying because Brie spoke for him and so like you go from I don't want to have an elbow to these big, big concepts of Mm -hmm. somebody is taking my autonomy away from me. Somebody is telling you something that maybe that's not how I was feeling. I don't feel seen in this moment. That is not correct. I do want to go to the swim meet, but I can't find my suit. Yeah. But I don't have this or something. Yeah. And that moment of him not feeling seen was such a real kind of like big kid moment but I didn't really know what to do because I had just walked in the door and I was trying to figure out where all the pieces were of everything mm-hmm. that was going on. And I gave him a great big hug and I just held him. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Bree said that I was like, let's figure out, you know what you truly are feeling. And he got it together and it yeah. was great. And he had a wonderful night and he was happy, <laughs> but it's the jumping for me between the, 
a little kid needs this and is completely mm-hmm. irrational. And hey, this big kid may be showing physically that he's kind of irrational right now because he's crying and he's stomping and he's having big emotions. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like his thoughts right now are they're all of them are very valid. But his thoughts are really valid and he's dealing with a really big kid thing mm-hmm. that if handled correctly will hopefully help him when he gets into the mm-hmm. big kid world you know, to yeah. navigate things. Yeah. And that's just so trippy to me because you have to literally do something different for one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they like, they, they evolve in that processing of those feelings when they're, uh-huh. when they're little, they don't, that, that they're, they're going to act them all out uh-huh. um, and just hope that they fall yeah. into your loving arms yeah. and you take care of them. And then as they get older, they can put some words to like, Hey, yeah, I didn't like when you spoke for me or yeah. that's not how I feel or something yeah. like that. And but physically it almost looks the same because yes. he was crying. I mean, yeah. he was looking like he would <laughs> yeah. like, like a toddler would look. Mm-hmm. but I had to not treat it like a toddler. I had yeah. to treat it like a big kid who could tell me how he was feeling. Um, and that's where I get tripped up sometimes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Well, I have one more. Okay. Um, oh, and I mean, this is a little bit similar. Um, Jennifer says that her favorite reason that her daughter cried so far is because she gave her her favorite food. It was devastating. So she screamed and cried and threw it on the floor. So, just yeah. similar to uh-huh. like the, the elbow and, you know, they're just completely overwhelmed. And what else are they telling us? But it's kind of funny, but it's kind of not. Yeah. And and I think that where I've come and where I've kind of landed in all of this is that <laughs> it's I don't know if it's a healthy place or not. I just don't really have a whole lot of expectations anymore. Mm-hmm. Like if I know I'm creating the best family meal ever. So like I know that it's taco night and everybody mm-hmm. loves taco night and it's going to be this wonderful experience where we all sit around the table and everybody's going to be happy and it's going to yeah. be great and everybody's going to eat. If I go into it with that, I am not going to be able to parent well because my expectations are going to be yeah like shattered because there's mm-hmm. no way that all six of my children are going to show up in a way that is yeah you know, loving and kind to each other and a group. And then sometimes it does happen and it happens beautifully and nobody is crying. And those are the moments that I really try to soak in. Yeah. But I have just lowered my expectations and known that even, even if I am making the -hmm. family's favorite dinner or I'm making even one kid's favorite dinner, Mm -hmm. that there's a chance that they might not like how I made it. There's a chance that they might, something might've gone awry during the day that they Mm -hmm. want to take out for whatever reason on me. And it's just this, you know yeah cycle of just meeting them where they are because they're going to cry because they're kids Mm -hmm. and just teaching them how to name their emotions so it's a little bit easier to navigate yeah but at the end of the day they're little they're little kiddos that you know are not always rational in their thoughts or their feelings but really trying to show up in them and (laughs) not laugh when they tell you that the banana's broken and they can't eat it anymore yeah so so we we greatly appreciate hearing from you guys yeah absolutely <laughs> makes us not feel so alone um and hopefully so. we brought you guys in a little bit and you all realize that when those those moments happen it's not that you're failing it's not that you're not mm-hmm. showing up in the way you're supposed to show up it's not that your kid is being irrational will be irrational forever um you know i mean i think we just kind yeah. of sit with them in those feelings if we can let them feel them 
teach and them as how hard to as name those them. moments are it's a sign of trust and love absolutely you. so you're doing the yeah. right thing you're and doing it's very great. it's very interesting you guys should take note a little bit um hopefully you do is when those same things happen sometimes in public or sometimes in a place that they don't feel as safe normally their reactions are not going to be as extreme um mm-hmm. and then i always kind of take that as a fact that they really do feel safe at home and they really do feel safe with me and you know that's a little star in our cap yeah. So, agreed. All right, guys, thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.